what happens when you have a farm, accidental or otherwise, and you have a backup for your farm, as you should in case you need to go away for a bit. You need backup for your backup, right? And what if your donkeys might live another 40 years? Do you know how old I will be then? Old. If I am lucky, I will still be shuffling up to the barn to muck stalls and sling hay. But you never know, you know? I am so glad you were here on the accidental farm with me. I really am. I look at the farm in a new way with you here. What can I tell you about that you might find interesting? What have I seen or done that no one knows about because I haven't pointed it out? It's in my head. Every walk from the house to the barn is full of stories. Foxes hiding and hawks waiting for me on the fence line. Chipmunk villages and secret bunnies. Galloping donkeys and bleating goats. With you here, I think about the parts that I take for granted. I look at them through new eyes every day. When the farm started, it wasn't a farm. That is to say, the land was once farmland, and then it wasn't. And then I got six hens for the summer. I get attached. That's what happens. And I got attached to my chickens. They're social and funny, and they followed me around. They seemed happy here in their little rust-colored coop. They'd go in at dusk, I'd lock them in, and they'd pop out in the morning to greet the day, scratching up bugs and worms in the yard. I didn't want to give them back to the farmer who lent them to me, so they stayed. But there is only one reason that worked. At the time, my two kids were in middle school. They went to schools two-plus hours away in the city where we lived full-time. They had friends and sports, and while we could steal away for the weekends, long weekends, holidays, and summers, our life was not full-time on the farm but we kept those chickens anyway. Carl, my good friend and neighbor who stops by every single day to see what I am up to, grew up on a farm. He lives in a little blue house down the road and works on his tractors and other projects from sunup to sundown. He was excited about my chickens. He raised chickens when he was a boy. In fact, shortly after my first six hens arrived, Carl got a flock of chickens of his own, for the first time in more than 30 years. Chickens make Carl happy too. So, while I was raising my children in the city, Carl was raising his own chickens and caring for mine. Every morning he'd come up to the house, let the hens out, give them some food and fresh water, collect the eggs, talk to them, and go back to his own house and flock. Inevitably, he'd check on mine during the day and close them in at dusk every day. I would take over on the weekends and whenever I was there. My husband would marvel at the eggs my daughter would collect. They are worth their weight in gold, he would exclaim as he ate the bright orange yolks in his fried egg breakfast. He was right. Chickens earn their keep very quickly. I don't think I have ever eaten another chicken's egg except my own since we got the first hens in 2010. I am on the farm much more now. My middle school-aged children are older and have fledged the nest for the most part. Since the beginning of the pandemic in March 2020, the farm has been my full-time home. That said, 
Carl steps in if I have to leave for a day or a week or even just one feeding cycle. He's always there and so connected and partly responsible for the farm. To me, he is such a part of the farm that I couldn't imagine it without him. I get an idea and he helps me implement it. New feed bins, an outdoor area for the birds that protects them from circling birds of prey, a barrier for under the gate to deter a curious fox. So many projects. Visitors and workmen and friends ask me, what happens when Carl can't come anymore? I look at them sideways. It would take a freight train to stop him. He's just that kind of guy. He's hardy. He's as strong as an ox, even though he's nearing 80. Oh, 80? Really? Is that right? He doesn't seem 80. This year he had his knee replaced, and I couldn't keep him away for more than three days. There he was, bringing me my mail up the driveway in the passenger seat of his truck. I don't talk about this much, but I don't have a plan. I have the idea in the back of my head that I need a plan, but that's it. I don't even want to think about the farm without Carl coming around. We talk about the animals. I point out something funny about that one duck. I know, he says. I've noticed that too, he says. He sees it all. He likes what I like. We laugh at the same things. Someday I may need a backup for me and for Carl but no one could ever replace him. Not ever. I'm glad that you're here on the Accidental Farm today. The new list of farm stories for the new year is popping. Each week I try to rotate stories from the garden to the barn, to the woods even, to the people, to the ideas. It's all for you. If you like it, which you must because you are here and because the numbers are soaring, it would be so great if you would write a review. That is how I find more listeners like you. It also makes me crazy happy. So maybe that motivates you. It's easy to do on Apple Podcasts or on the little widget in the link in my bio on Instagram at XOXOFarmGirl. Thank you so much. XO. XO.